Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is WSBT's Community Update on 96.1 WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb said this week all Hoosiers over 16 years of age will be eligible for coronavirus vaccinations beginning March 31st. He also announced the state's coronavirus restrictions, including the mask mandate, will end after April 5th. Governor Holcomb made it clear the recommendations don't change, just where, whether they're mandatory. He says previous statewide coronavirus restrictions will be left up to county health officials. He says the decision was led by science and was not political. The governor cited vaccines, more equipment, and better knowledge of the virus when asked why he decided to lift restrictions. But his decision does not go over well with some local health experts. Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb says the state's mask mandate will end on April 6, as will capacity and social distancing requirements for things like restaurants. After that, it'll be up to each county if it chooses to implement its own restrictions. Unfortunately, it seems to be a situation where the politics won out over public health. In St. Joseph County, Deputy Health Officer Dr. Mark Fox says they were caught off guard by Holcomb's announcement. The county health order requiring face masks is set to expire on March 31st. Fox says the county's virus task force will be meeting to discuss its next steps and what local restrictions they might put in place. I still think it puts us back in the days of, you know, the 7-Eleven clerk being assaulted, um, you know, where the onus is on the business instead of having some uh, authority higher than the local health department saying, yes, this is required. In a statement, the Marshall County Health Department told us, quote, at this point, there will be no changes or modifications to Governor Holcomb's recommendations for the road ahead for Indiana. We will continue to encourage social distancing, hand washing, and masking when indoors. The other big announcement from the governor was that everyone 16 and older will be eligible to get a vaccine starting March 31st. Eligible is one thing, but Fox says getting the vaccine into arms is another. Are we prepared um, to be able to vaccinate everybody? Um, no, uh, we're not. I worry this is like, you know, Target adding 10 more checkout lanes with no additional cashiers, right? So um, it looks nice, it sounds nice, but if we can't deliver, then people are just going to be frustrated. Private businesses are still allowed to require whatever restrictions they see fit. Vaccine registration for all ages begins next Tuesday. WSBT 22's Max Lewis reporting. Two South Bend high schools are testing to see how in-person learning can work again. Riley and John Adams are piloting the return to school strategies. More than a thousand students walked into this school yesterday, some for the first time in well over a year. Who would have thought being in school would be fun? That's all Junior Matthew Seiler has been waiting for. Being able to see all of my friends, especially my friends on the first half of the alphabet that I wasn't able to see because of the hybrid. Seiler has followed the hybrid model, which he says was much better than completely being at home, but nowhere near as fulfilling as being back with everyone. Physically being in class just feels much more fulfilling to me than um, sitting 
and um, hearing my teacher talk, even though I know they're not in the same room as I am. It's been a full year since senior Isaac Lee has even stepped foot in the school. Well, it just makes everything a lot easier. Like learning is a lot easier when you're actually in the classroom and, you know, talking to teachers and figuring stuff out with them instead of at home, you know, procrastinating and sitting around. It was just a constant everyday struggle of, you know, getting up, knowing you have, you're going to be at home all day and knowing that you still have schoolwork they have to do. Principal Jim Seitz says they did everything they could to help students, but he knows the reality. Students are designed to learn in person. Even teacher Tom Plasher is giddy. Some of these kids I've never met. And that's, I think that was something that I really enjoyed yesterday was I got to put faces with the names. He says even on day two, the difference is huge. I was able to see engagement yesterday because sometimes it's just a black screen on the other end of a Zoom or Google Meet. I don't know exactly what's going on. And, and now it's their body language, their eyes, their head, even head nodding. I don't know how much I took for granted head nodding until yesterday. It now gives him a chance to really be there for his kids. For those who lack communication or lack internet or things like that, I get to see them. It's, it's so much easier to, to reach out to them this way. Ensuring the classrooms are spaced out and everyone follows safety guidelines, Principal site says 40% of students are still finishing the year at home, but he knows this pilot is critical on many levels. Our ultimate goal of why we have everyone here at John Adams High School and all of our Southland schools is to graduate from high school. And we're gonna work extremely hard to make sure that all of our students graduate. Site says Riley and John Adams are working diligently to get this right because they know the school board is looking at them to see how they can best return the rest of the school district to in-person. WSBT 22's DJ Manu reporting. South Bend Schools is working on revising its student code of conduct following years of racial disparities in discipline. The district is being required to make these changes by the U.S. Department of Justice. In 1980, South Bend schools entered into a consent decree with the federal government to desegregate the school system. Part of that desegregation is still happening now in the form of discipline. More than 40 years later, the district is still being held accountable by the Department of Justice, and the feds have not been satisfied with the district's discipline statistics. Over the last, I don't know, I think almost 40 years, <clears throat> there wasn't, uh, I guess, substantial progress made in these efforts. The DOJ gave the district new expectations for teacher training and a revised code of conduct. South Bend schools did not meet the Fed's original deadline and renegotiated a new one to meet those goals. And one of those was to use stakeholder feedback to revise our current sort of conduct. And so that's why we're having these sessions now. The district held a town hall this morning to get community input on changes that need to be made. A lot of the conversation revolved around a need for restorative justice practices and how to deal with children who've experienced trauma. Our discipline does not reflect a way to address that re-traumatization in a meaningful way to where we're creating that opportunity for behavior change. And so this is just the beginning of these conversations. At South Bend schools, about a third of students are black, but they account for about two thirds of suspensions. The school system now taking an even harder look about making suspension a last resort. We have to have the mindset that we want them there and we're going to do what it takes to keep them there. And we're not going to change any data, whether it's academic or discipline data. If we continue to just kick, um, kick kids out, I think we have to take the time to truly teach them. The district will continue to take public input until April 1st. After that, a committee that will include students will make the actual revisions. Those will have to be turned into the Department of Justice by June 30th and get signed off from then. 
After that, they would still need to be approved by the board no later than August 2nd. Once again, WSBT 22's Max Lewis reporting. Leaders from more than 20 school districts in St. Joseph, Elkhart, Kosciuszko, and Marshall counties publicly showed their opposition to education-related bills in the Indiana legislature this week. They would add more money to taxpayer-funded vouchers that families can use to pay for private schools. The Republican-sponsored bills would also create educational savings accounts. An auditorium of public school educators across four counties listening to a presentation from a Ball State expert who argues it's bad business to take money away from public schools. The Hoosier families have already voted with their feet, and guess where they're going? They're going to the schools that you all operate. Since 2015, public school enrollment has increased while the number of private school students has gone down. Michael J. Hicks says that's reason to spend more money on public education. Why would you spend more money on something that's losing the competitive effect of that's already occurring as, through school choice? You wouldn't do that with a business. You wouldn't pay a lot of business that was not performing as well as another one. At least if you were a traditional conservative, you would not do that. 20 school boards in the area passed resolutions against the bills, and people from each one lined up and placed copies on the stage. Each podium standing for a state representative, who will all get them in the mail later this week. One of the things that is a little disconcerting, though, is there has not been a lot of meetings, at least in Marshall County, where they have come and talked to the public about public education and the voucher program. So I'm hoping they, they hear the message here today and will reach out to us. We'd love to have the conversation. While several local mayors attended, the legislature's in session in Indianapolis, so no state reps came. Representative Jake Teshka from South Bend sent a statement saying he's committed to equitable funding for all kids. He says schools in his district are projected to see more students next year, so they'll see more money because money follows the student under the current House budget proposal. WSBT 22 Selena Guevara reporting. One of the best parts about school for many students is extracurricular activities. Many schools have resumed athletics, but activities like choir, drama, and band are also valuable. Those activities have had to change a lot to keep meeting during the pandemic. Now we'll look at the benefits of making sure kids still have access to these opportunities. Teachers across our area have put in a lot of work to make sure their students can still participate in the extracurriculars they love. But those teachers say it is worth it. Activities outside of the classroom are incredibly valuable to students. Stella Yakey has a big role this year. She's acting and directing Clay High School's one-act play. It brings me a lot of joy into my life. I've been doing it since since I could walk. Um, I just I very much enjoy theater. For nearly a year, there have been no performances on this stage. So Yaki was thrilled when her teacher found a play that would allow a lot of social distancing for performers. It brings me a lot of joy being able to see all the actors grow, and I've seen a lot of improvement. And seeing it all come together is just so so rewarding. Megan Beard is the visual and performing arts facilitator at Clay. She says putting on a play this spring was definitely more work than normal, but so worth it. And we as teachers are there to kind of help them along and bring it out and show them that they are probably more talented than they ever thought they could be. In Nile, students just wrapped up their Christmas performance of Scrooge the Musical in February. The pandemic delayed the cast over and over. Director Matthew Hunkler says his students learned a lot. I think it uh, helps them be more uh, well-rounded. 
In the past, lead actor Caleb Ott learned to strengthen his singing voice and memorize lines for performances. This time, the skills were different. Resilient, for sure. Patience, um, persistence. Let's talk a little bit more about the PowerPoint. In a different part of Niles High School, Cheryl Rogers students are also preparing to take the stage. They're members of FFA, and their regional competition was earlier this month. Students give speeches and debate, but this year it had to be over Zoom. The kids have learned something, and that's the most important thing. Rogers knows it might have been easier to just cancel extracurricular activities in the face of the pandemic, but she says that would have created a huge void for students. Yeah, we've had to make changes and, and, and do things differently, but we're, the students are still learning, and they're gaining those important life skills that, um, you know, just can't be replaced. Teachers I spoke to say for a lot of students, extracurriculars are the only reason they come to school, which makes it extra important for teachers to make sure that those activities can keep meeting. WSBT 22's Caitlin Conan reporting. One of many ways coronavirus is taking a toll is the effect on veterans organizations across the country. From the loss of life to financial challenges and the uncertainty of when people will feel totally comfortable gathering again, they hope a return to normal can come soon so they can stay open and continue serving the people who served us. It's sad that it destroyed so many lives. And I, I wish it didn't. That got Jeremiah. Don Ryskowski says the American Legion Post 357 on the west side of South Bend has had many members die due to coronavirus. A lot of them we were close to. And the pandemic has made it even harder to say goodbye to them. It's been hard on everyone. Since we've been closed, we haven't been in close contact with our veterans, which is really sad. Post 357 was closed for a while at the beginning of the pandemic. So was VFW Post 2284 in Edwardsburg. Now, many aging veterans are still deterred from gathering and spending time with one another at one of their favorite hangouts. To some people, it's a bar. To most of the veterans, it's a, it's a place to gather. Vietnam veteran and VFW Post 2284 member Jim Kirkendall says this place has meant a lot. As a veteran, you can come and it's like a brotherhood. Uh, you can come and sit with your brothers that have been through what you've been through. But the future's uncertain, as the bills don't stop, even when capacity stays limited. Without the PPP and the grants, 50% uh, capacity, we would have to probably close our doors. Luckily, we had a little bit of savings, but then there's always that T word, you know, the taxes that come due. Financially, it has been a nightmare. Slowly, we're getting back on our feet. Ryskowski says so far, they have one wedding scheduled for the entire summer. And if we don't get more, that's going to hurt our, our company. Ryskowski hopes Dingus Day will be a big celebration to bring them out of this rut, but Kukendall says their post has had to cancel their Dingus Day celebrations. WSBT 22's Caroline Torrey reporting. The views expressed on WSBT's community update are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host, WSBT Radio, its staff or management. Join us again next week on Community Update on the Sports Leader. 96.1 WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 